Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. Hello, Kieran. Hi. And just for your information, the Mandarin was actually just an actor. But if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. I thought the bandit was throwing the tangerines away. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> no, not at all. Sorry, that was a terrible that, joke. That's that a so terrible lame. joke. <laughs> I'll go with you, though. I'll so go with you. If anybody knows the Mandarin character, I suppose, and anybody who's listening Do to Do you us, not know what I'm hey, talking about? I know what you're talking about, right. but I actually haven't seen the movie that you're spoiling there, but anyone who might be listening to a Marvel-themed podcast will automatically know what you're talking about, and yep. you may have spoiled it for them. Maybe I have. Maybe. But I then have. again, who but hasn't seen that movie if that they're a Marvel fan? Spoiled that movie for me. I'm going to go out and say that. Right. It spoiled ruined the movie. It. Ruined it. That's right. Wow. Okay. That's right. But that's what we kind of do on this show. We uh, not intentionally, but can unintentionally spoil things for you. I guess that's so. So what we typically like to do is we look at upcoming Hollywood blockbusters. We look at all the promotional material for those blockbusters and then we attempt to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible. That's right. And then we go see the movies when the movies come out. And see how wrong we are. Or how right we are. Yeah. Sometimes we're right. Look at this Waldorf and Stadler thing we've got yeah. going on at the moment. <laughs> it's like we've <laughs> been doing this for a while now. <laughs> we're almost in sync. Over a year. Now, if you want to put one of our previous predictions to the test, a couple of them are in cinemas. I believe that The Invisible Man is currently in cinemas when this episode comes out. Now, last week I said that The King's Man is in cinemas, but that's actually been delayed to September. Mm. They've got the dreaded reshootitis. <laughs> oh, no. And judging from the trailer, I think it needs it too. But that also means that Sonic the Hedgehog is currently in cinemas. Birds of Prey is currently in cinemas. I think we mentioned that last week. And Fantasy Island is also currently yes. in cinemas. So there's a whole bunch of movies that you can test our previous predictions on and see how close we were. Now, between the two of us, I think we pretty much nailed Sonic the Hedgehog. And I'm fairly confident. I haven't seen Fantasy Island yet, but I'm fairly That's confident be an interesting one. that we nailed that as well, yeah. since you and I basically had exactly the same plot. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. We also did an episode on the Oscars. And That's I guess right. we all know who's won the Oscars now, so check that episode out yeah. as well. I think we did a good job with that too. Uh, actually, <laughs> middle of the road. <laughs> I think we got more wrong Look, than we got I right. Was, I was pleasantly surprised with uh, some things that happened yes. with some of the outcomes there. But let's focus on what we're here to talk about this week. And of course, if you've read the title, you're that savvy, you'll know that we're talking about the upcoming standalone Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, Black Widow. That's right. We're talking about another Marvel movie. Back now, again. Yeah. Last year when we started doing this show, I felt like every, every second episode second movie. was a superhero movie. Yeah. But it's actually been a while since we've talked about a superhero movie. I know. A movie that I'm surprised took this long to come out. Yeah. Shouldn't this movie come out 10 years ago? Yeah. Yeah, I think it should have. Though I think Marvel have proven that there is an audience for female-led superhero yeah, movies. With there their has recent... always been that. Yeah. Well, we know that. I, I think there's always been that. I don't... Well, that might necessarily not be the case. Maybe. I'll get into a bit of the history behind the Black Maybe. Widow character in a second. But I think now that they made money from Captain Marvel, they can find finally say, yep, we're going to do the Black Widow movie that everyone's been asking for since the character was introduced. Yeah. And maybe they had no ideas of how to do a movie with her by herself without including the other Avengers. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, they didn't do a Hawkeye movie and those characters are kind of very close. They never did. Not yet, um, Maddie D. Well, yeah, not yet. That's true. That's true. But um, 
And they never did a, a Hulk. I know they did the Norton Hulk, but they never did a Hulk standalone. Mark Ruffalo Hulk. Yeah, with Mark Ruffalo, which a lot of people wanted and me in because they don't have the rights to the character. Oh. So Universal would have to do a standalone Hulk movie. Yeah, maybe it's best not do that then. Because <laughs> they don't want another Spider-Man situation I thought they had, on their hands. I thought they had the rights to Hulk now. Well, they have the rights to the Hulk character, but in film, Universal has the rights oh, to okay. distribute films. Okay. They so go. they did the Ed Norton movie. Yeah, right. So a little bit of background on Black Widow, if you're not familiar with the character or the movie character or the comic book character. She first appeared in an issue of Tales of Suspense in 1964 as an antagonist for Iron Man. She didn't wear a costume back then. She was just a plain clothes spy who was undercover to sneak in and steal information for the KGB, I believe. Right, so typical Russian bad guy spy. Yes. Good Cold War uh, paranoia. Well, what's her real name? Natasha, Natasha Romanov. Romanov. Yeah, I love the names of these characters. Originally, they were planning to do a Black Widow standalone movie in 2004. Now, mind you, this wasn't Marvel or Marvel Studios or even Disney. This was Lionsgate. Lionsgate oh, really? actually owned the character back then. And they had this great idea to do a standalone Black Widow movie, but they couldn't get the financing for it. Oh, wow. No one believed that it would do well, so they never made the movie. Oh, wow. That'd so, have been an interesting uh, 2004 movie to do, like because you, you would know the sort of style. It'd be very Matrixy yes. and stuff. It would have been interesting. Very Catwoman-y, I suspect, yeah, as well. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. They would have totally gone down that alleyway. Now, believe it or not, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm. Emily Blunt was originally going to play Black Widow. Yeah, I could see that. They had a few uh, actors that were lined up, right? I thought Natalie Portman at one stage. Mm, I'm not sure about that. Gonna... I didn't read that anywhere. <laughs> but she already had Thor coming up, so she'd be <laughs> yeah. happy with that character, even though she's left now. Oh, wait, no, she's going to be a Lady Thor in an upcoming yeah, movie, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she is, yeah. Thor, Love and Thunder, I believe it's called. That's she's going right. to be Lady Thor in it. I'm very excited to see the direction that they take that. Now, Scarlett Johansson actually always really wanted to play Black Widow. Oh, yeah? And she said, the paycheck, sorry, the Black Widow character resonated with me. She is a superhero. She's also a human. She's small, but she's strong. She is dark and has faced death so many times that she has a deep perspective on the value of life. It's hard not to admire her. Cool. And she even dyed her hair red in the hopes to get Jon Favreau to cast her <laughs> as Black Widow. Cool. And look, now she's iconic. She's got her own movie. Yeah. So it worked out for her. She's a, she's a really good addition to that cast of Avengers. Yeah, absolutely. She's always been one of the standout well, she's, characters She's for always me. been the most grounded out of all of them, I felt like. She's yeah. way more human than the other ones. Absolutely. Even more than Tony Stark, I guess. Oh, much more than Tony Stark. The guy that's good more at More likeable than Tony Stark, <laughs> I think. Now, this Black Widow movie is being directed by Kate Shortland. In an interesting bit of trivia, she actually grew up three hours drive away from where you and I grew up. No way, really? So she's a local New South Wales resident. Really? That's so, crazy. I don't know if this is the first instance of a, an Australian filmmaker doing a Marvel movie, but it's definitely closest to home. Because we grew up in, in country New South Wales yeah. as well. So that's she not... lived in a town with a population of 5,000 people. Wow. Basically a one-horse town. Wow. And now she's doing Marvel movies. I love it. I love it. So we could be doing this. We could be doing this. <laughs> yeah. Any Marvel executive who's listening to the episodes and how much I bag them out is definitely going to give me a job <laughs> directing one of their movies. Well, you know, maybe... maybe give that guy a paycheck. You're going to hire the guy that has everything bad to say. Maybe, you know, you'll come oh, up with some good ideas. You my know? critical angles and analysis. Don't want to don't hire another yes man. Don't want to hire another fanboy. Well, right? that's why they hire these... <laughs> directors that no one's really heard of is because they're cheap, first of all. And second of all, they're always going to say yes to anything that they demand. <laughs> Not to disparage Marvel, of course. They make fantastic movies. Absolutely. We love Marvel on this show. Well, I love Marvel on this show. Ooh. I can say that. So are you excited for this movie? Uh... <laughs> 
face, look, look, that response says I, everything. I'm I'm happy they're making the movie, but and, and I've told you this outside the privately. show. Yeah, privately, I thought this movie should have been made years ago. Ten I think, years ago, at least. I think they're playing catch up by bringing this movie out now. I think I don't want to spoil anything. I'm sure everyone's already aware that this character is dead. I yes. mean, unless they're going to bring her back in some, you know, capacity in the future. Uh, I don't think so. Techni- maybe. You know, if I had to predict. They, I would yeah, say I don't think she's coming I back. Do, I do know that in superhero movies, they like to bring characters back. I don't think they should or will do it with this character because it was such an important moment in the in the film's lore. But this is a character that's died and you're bringing her back for this movie. This is her last hurrah. This is the celebration of the character, I, I guess- suppose. I guess I don't really see it like that, and I don't. I'm not really looking forward to it, and I don't really care. This is a movie that should have been out beforehand. They're kind of too late. little, too late. You're yeah, saying. too little, too late. And I kind of personally resent the fact that they're bringing this movie out now. Uh, maybe it's just my own personal opinion, but it sort of seems like that they were too scared to pull the trigger on a Black Widow movie before. Yeah, I absolutely. But think now that's they're the like, case. okay, well, now we're going to do it. It's like, well, why didn't you do it before? Yeah, because they weren't sure it would make money before. Because you didn't want to put money into a female-led movie. Is is what it was. Yeah, they didn't want to. So take the risk I 10 kinda, years ago. I kind of think it's kind of sad that it needed to happen so long down the track that now it's like, oh, okay, well, now we're going to do it now. It's like, well, you should have done it before. So I don't really, I'm not really looking forward to this movie. I don't really, like the character has done its arc. Everything about the character that we needed to know, we know already. So I don't really see what else. And I can be wrong. I can 100% be wrong, but I just don't really see what what's the point now. I definitely think it's an interesting direction to take the Marvel Cinematic Universe because sure. you said earlier that she's one of the most grounded characters yeah. in the ensemble, in the Avengers ensemble, and this looks to be like it's going to be a fairly grounded movie. You've got no superheroes or super-powered superheroes flying around. Yeah. It looks like they're taking it back to its Iron well, Man roots where it, it's like regular people in extraordinary circumstances. I think they're going to go for this, what was that movie, the Captain America the second one. Oh, Winter Soldier. Soldier. I think yeah. they're going for that kind of vibe. Like it's going to be very espionage esque, and it's going to be very much like that. Gritty and grounded, very, in a way. Much more gritty than Winter Soldier, but like uh, that sort of style is what I think they're going to go in a with. very PG way. Yeah, but you know me, Kieran. I'm a fan of these movies, but every new installment, I'm becoming less of a fan, and maybe I'm oh. just getting old. Maybe that's it. And why is that? Why? Why do you like them less now than <sighs> you did before? I don't know. It just kind of seems like it's going a really. You feel like the glory days are gone, and they're just yeah. beating a dead horse at this point yeah, is little, that what you're saying a, a little a little bit i don't know maybe maybe I, i'm starting to rub <laughs> off on you maybe you all are. my criticisms are like, starting I'll to rub go, off on I'll you i'll go still and look i guess the best way to describe my feelings about the marvel movies now is i'll go i'll still go watch it and i'll still enjoy myself but i'm not going to get excited like i used to a few years ago where i'm like ooh, rubbing my hands together being like ooh, what's going to happen and i don't think i'm going to walk away from movies those movies like i had before being like wow that was great oh my god that was amazing what a great experience i'll go see it and i'll go yeah you'll be entertained i'll be entertained for you know three hours these movies seem to go for and I'm then sure I, it'll be a two hour movie I'll walk out but you know it'll be a good opportunity to eat some popcorn and uh, buy a chocolate top well, ice cream as long as you're entertained at the yeah, end of the definitely. day what more do you want no that's true that's true so I'm not bashing anything I'm just you know I'm not ex- as excited as I have been previously so what can you tell me about the Black Widow character that I might not already know <laughs> I don't know <laughs> and what do we know about the movie so far I, as, as far as the Black Widow character I'm not I don't well, know what's much her background I don't know much about her per se but my understanding is that she she was indoctrinated as a young child and she's a Russian character. So she yep. grew up in Stalingrad, I believe. And she was kind of forced into this super spy life where she was kind of a mercenary yeah. assassin. She was scooped up by the KGB, wasn't she? That's right. That's right. She was in this place called the Red Room where they kind of just create these black widows. Not the Red Room with back 
backwards talking <laughs> little people doing dances. No, no. Although she did watch, uh, which is an odd piece of trivia, I kept finding that they made her watch Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Like, that was an really? important thing. I was like, okay, that's... The Disney one? The Disney one, well, yeah. Of course they yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah, there we go. I hope they worked that into the this Kirsten movie. The Kirsten Stewart one. <laughs> oh. And so she grows up and then she kind of, I think, uh, Hawkeye appeals to her. At least that's how it is in the comics. He uh, appeals to her? Well, what? appeals to her better nature and tells her that, you know, she, she should leave and become a oh, right. good guy. I gotcha. And that's kind of what it is because the Black Widows are initially essentially a bad group, my understanding, because they run yeah. by the KJB. So yeah. that's pretty much the... the counterintelligence the, I, in some way. That's what I know. I, I don't know a lot about the character. I, other than that, do you know anything more about the history? Not really. I, I think I mentioned everything that I knew yeah, before. I, for this one, I'm, I'm not an expert. I mean, if you're listening at home and you are sorry maybe write in tell us what you know but yeah it's very shallow understanding of this character so i'm looking forward to well they've never really explored her backstory in any of the other movies before they sort of mentioned that she was previously kgb associated but of course defected to the u.s side Mm. joined shield that's really all we know so i think this is a perfect opportunity to not only explore black widow the character in a solo movie but to explore in a lesser extent her origin yeah and it can be very dark as well yeah it sounds like it is potentially other than that as far as what we know about this movie uh we've had three trailers that i've managed to track down really uh yes we've had a oh yeah i remember one trailer a a super bowl trailer yeah 30 second teaser which is a teaser the information that we get about it is that it's happened after the civil war movie yeah uh, Natasha, Black Widow, escaping authorities um, and hiding out after this time. And she goes back to Russia and she... Teams up with her old friends. The past that Slash she's... Slash family. That's right. The past that she's running away from, she's forced back into it and fight scenes ensue. Of course, as we've come to expect. As now, we... do you want to hear the Marvel premise for this movie? The I would official love to. Marvel premise that they've to. released. The little press kit. So they've said, following the events of Captain America's Civil War, as you just said, Natasha Romanoff, aka Black Widow, finds herself alone and forced to confront a dangerous conspiracy with ties to her past. Pursued by a force that will stop at nothing to bring her down, Romanoff must deal with her history as a spy and the broken relationships she left in her wake long before she became an Avenger. So there we go. There we go. I think that says almost everything that we need to know about the movie. So let's talk about who's in the movie. Now, playing the titular Black Widow herself, we've discussed her as Black Widow in our Avengers Endgame episode, is Scarlett Johansson. Mm. And now not only have we discussed Scarlett Johansson in Avengers before as Black Widow, we've also discussed her in Jojo Rabbit. Yes. Where she played Rose. Betzler. She's great. Yeah, she's, she's a great actor. Good. And probably her most famous role, if anyone's not familiar with those two huge roles, you may remember her as playing Grace in The Horse Whisperer. No? Nothing? Okay. No, uh, I didn't watch The Horse She was Whisperer. also in the Black Dahlia movie, if you remember that. Not that either. Yeah, it was a terrible <laughs> movie. I wouldn't recommend it. Written by the same guy who wrote... She was good in LA her. Confidential. Yeah, she was the robot voice in her. She was the robot her. voice in her. Yeah. As you say, I've always liked her in movies. Yeah, she's amazing. Really, really Even good. as Black Widow, which I'm not you know, the biggest fan of, I still appreciate her performances she in the movies. She was one of my favourite characters. I think she stole the movie in a lot of ways in the last Avengers movie. Certainly knows how to fill out a cat suit. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, I had to say it. God. All right. I anyway, think that helps with the appeal too. Moving on. <laughs> now we've actually you discussed. Haven't seen her. me in a cat suit. Well, I, I the day is still young. I certainly fill it out as well <laughs> in the front. So we've actually discussed this next actor in our Oscars episode. So playing Elena Belova, aka Black Widow, as well. That's going to get confusing. She's one of the Black Widows. Is Florence Pugh. Now, she was recently nominated for an Academy Award for her supporting role in Little Women. Yeah. Unfortunately, didn't win it. 
but she was nominated. That's big. And now she actually hasn't done a lot of other movies. I believe she was recently in a movie called Fighting With My Family, where she played... The a, WWE movie? Yeah, yeah, where she played a wrestler. About on, Paige, yeah. I've seen that. Oh, oh no, that, I haven't seen it, actually. Was but that I know. A, uh, a biopic? Yeah, it was a biopic. Really? Actually, I don't know if it was produced or directed, but it was one of those... It must have been directed by Dwayne Johnson. Really? Rock, I, I think I did hear the that, Rock actually. The the helms of it. But yeah, it's about uh, the wrestler Paige's life. So it's good casting because she can definitely do action. Yeah. And she's a good actor too, Academy Award nominated. Yeah, there you go. So perfect casting for Elena there. She'll be good, I'm sure. Next up, another actor that we've discussed before in previous episodes is David Harbour. And he's playing a character called Alexei Shostakov. He's back! AKA he's back! Red Guardian. Now we've talked about him in Hellboy. Well, I hear this is going to be a character study. Yeah, it's going to be a real deep character piece on Alexei Shostakov. Look, all trashing aside, this guy's fun. He's great. Yeah. Um, of course, he's Stranger a, Things, he's yeah. awesome in. He's probably best known for playing Hopper in Stranger Things, and he's now, because of that role, a real sought-after actor. Yeah, and I know Hellboy was an absolute train wreck. I mean, that's just my opinion, yeah. but... He was good I think in everyone that. everyone agrees he with was, you. He was good in that. Yeah, he was a great Hellboy. He was a good Hellboy, yeah. Even though he wasn't in a good Hellboy movie. No, <laughs> not at all. And as we mentioned last week, and in our previous Hellboy episode, he played a CIA agent alongside Felix Leiter in Quantum of Solace, the Bond movie. Yes, you keep saying that. <laughs> Which was your... the first movie I'd ever seen him in. With you with your ridiculous James Bond knowledge. Next up, playing the character of Rick Mason, who is apparently a S.H.I.E.L.D. ally, who is, interestingly enough, romantically interested in Black. Black Widow. This is Taskmaster, right? Uh, I'm not saying that. Is, is that your is that your presumption? Uh, I guess so. No yeah. one's actually saying. Are you actually spoiling the movie before it even comes well, I out? I thought I thought that's what Taskmaster's name was. Is it? I had no idea. I don't know. Don't look at me for expertise here. Right. But go on, let's let's talk about this guy. So maybe you've uncovered something that I think they were trying to keep covered up, Matty D. Right, okay. But, but I guess any major Marvel fan will probably know that. I'm pretty sure Taskmaster's name was whatever Rick this guy's Mason. Yeah, Rick Mason. Yeah. Anyway, he's being played by O.T. Fagbanal, who is probably most well-known for playing Luke Bankhole in Handmaid's Tale. Okay. If you've seen that show, you'll know who that character is. Now, he too hasn't done a lot of stuff outside of Handmaid's Tale, so I think but That's a be- huge show, though. Yeah, I think he'll be interesting in this movie. He's definitely a notable actor. Yeah. And apparently he's playing the villain of the movie, according to you. Well, yeah, that's what I thought was happening. Well, spoiling it early. Well, I guess that's the premise of the show. <laughs> Next up, playing Thaddeus Ross. Now, he's returning as Thaddeus Ross to the Marvel Universe is William Hurt. So, this is the character who was the what, general. Is he general Ross? Yeah, he was the general. Who was chasing the Hulk around. The Hulk, yeah. And he's appeared in other things. I think he was in Civil War Civil as well. Civil War. He was apparently in Endgame and Infinity War as well, but I don't remember him in it. So he's like a stern military guy. Yeah. He's usually an antagonist, but he has good... I remember Sam Elliott from the Incredible Hulk movie with Eric Banner. Yes, So I know right. the character. Yeah. Where he was dating his daughter. Yeah, so Hulk not, was Not dating Sam Elliott, the Hulk was Ross, dating... Yeah, Ross's daughter. Ross's daughter. Now, I mainly know William Hurt from Lost in Space. That's right, he was in Lost in Space, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the dad in that movie. Oh. Oh, man. He was Will Robinson's dad. I loved that movie as a kid, and then I yeah, went and watched too. it. And it look, doesn't hold up. Nobody should ever, if you've seen that movie as a kid, no one should ever rewatch it because no. Jesus. And Gary Oldman as Spider Man. As. <laughs> As it's Dr. the human Scott. spider. Yeah, it's Dr. Scott. Name? Dr. Scott. And he was Am hamming I mixing it up, that up big time. No, he was, yeah, something like that. He was the, the bad guy. He was yeah. the bad guy. He was the That bad they guy. just keep around. He turned into a spider in that movie. <laughs> But we're not here to talk about Gary Oldman. We're talking about William Hurt. Now, this is how little I... Talking about a different spider. I am aware... The Black Widow spider. Yes. Okay, sorry, go on. (laughs) 
This is how little awareness I have of the Marvel movies. I thought that this was the first time that this character had appeared in the universe. Oh, really? I thought he'd just been mentioned in the past. I didn't realise that he'd been played by this actor in all these other movies that some of them I've actually seen. How dare you? How dare you not pay attention? That was very much a surprise to me. I didn't even know that was the character when he popped up in the trailer. That's how little (laughs) I'm familiar with this universe. Right. Now, the next person I wanted to talk about playing the character of Melina Vostikov is Rachel Weisz. Now, you may remember her as the female lead from the Mummy movies. The Mummy, I was going to say. And speaking of Mummy, she was the mum in The Lovely Bones. Was she really? Yep, that was her. Great. So she is another Black Widow. Melina is another Black Widow, so just adding even more confusion to the list. Yeah. So we're going to have to find a way to not confuse people in the plot. In the comic history, she was, this person was the original Black Widow. Was she? I think so. I have no idea. And then Natasha was the next one, but Natasha is the most well-known. And what's the deal with Elena then? She's just another Black Widow. Oh, really? Okay. If it's like another one. I don't know. Maybe she was a Black Widow at the same time that Natasha was a Black Widow. I think it's like, you know how there's like so many different Robins? I think it's like that. But I think... You mean in the Batman universe? In the Batman universe, yeah. that's right. They can do whatever they want in this movie. They can, you know, yeah. change the law. They always do with these. They Marvel always movies. do anyway. But I think they try and change expectations. I think Black Widow is not one person, but it's a group. So there's like this many Black Widow agents. I think the Marvel movies or the Marvel Cinematic Universe relies on the fact that most people are only familiar with these characters through the movies. Mm. People don't go back and read the comics or research the characters, which is a shame, you know, because the comic industry, you know, deserves yeah, a step true. up for that. Yeah, mm, I'm sure more people are reading Marvel comics now that these movies are huge hits but yeah. yeah I'm sure even more people are more familiar with these characters as movie characters rather than comic book characters so mm. that's why they can sneak in little surprises like Rick Mason being the bad guy apparently now <laughs> well, let's see if we is, work is that the, into our plots is the Taskmaster credited at all? no he's not well then so. who else is he gonna be? <laughs> now there's one more actor unless he's Alexi imagine that oh but he fights the Taskmaster <laughs> at one point in the trailer so that's all an be. elaborate ruse now there's one more I credited the actor all along. Yeah, go on. There's one more credited actor that I wanted to bring up before we go into our plots, and yeah. that is Robert Downey Jr. returning as Iron Man. Yeah. Jeez, I wonder what capacity he'll be appearing. I'm sure it's just previous footage that they're going to flash back to, and that way Robert Downey Jr. gets a check in the mail. <laughs> they do like using him in yeah. these movies. But I, I suspect it's not going to be new footage. I think a lot of people are expecting him to be in it more than he will be. I yeah. do not expect him to have a major role. No, of course not. Not. A, not at all, not at all. Since he and Black Widow are at odds at this point. Yeah, and it makes no sense for him to be anywhere around near in Russia. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he was in Siberia at some point around this time, so sure. you never know. He might rock up and blow stuff up. You never know. He might. Let's get straight into our plots. I believe I'm going first this you week. You are, and I believe you're quite confident as well in what I'm you were talking about. I'm relatively have, have I just called you out and now you're starting yeah. to start doubt yourself? No, you, well, you've gone into a lot of depth here, so I'm actually looking yeah. forward to what you've got. So quite like you said last week when you had to come up with your Bond plot, I really found that I struggled with this one. I struggled First of all, mainly too. because it's not a genre of film that I'm particularly interested in. Second of all, because I don't have a lot of background knowledge of the character or the movies. And third... Quite different from last episode yeah and third uh, the trailer doesn't really give that much away gives nothing away so most of this is speculation so i am not entirely confident okay. as i've advertised as you've advertised but i can just 
fingers crossed and just hope and pray that I get at least one or two things right in the actual movie. The stuff that appears in the trailer will be the <laughs> stuff that's correct in my plot, but you never know. Let's get straight into it. So, right. take me on a fantastical adventure, Kieran. I just want to preface this by saying I think this movie is going to jump all over the place in time. I don't think it's going to be one direct timeline. Well, it might be for the majority of the movie, but we're going to be flashing back and forward all over time. It's going to be very confusing to start with, but then the mystery will be unraveled as we progress through okay. the movie. Right. I believe the movie will open up with Black Widow, aka Natasha Romanov, staring at herself in a bathroom mirror, reflecting, pun intended, (laughs) on everything that has led her up to this point. Now she's actually getting ready to change her appearance and go on the run, and everything else in the movie takes place before this point. And I'll get into why she's changing her appearance later on. We now flash back to a young, de-aged Black Widow at ballet school. Are we using technology for this? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm the de-aging technology, which is now synonymous with most Marvel movies, and she's learning her trademark flexibility and poise. Now, she's actually thrown out of the school by the sexist, misogynist male instructor for not being graceful enough, and so she shoots him. Now, I know, <laughs> you're, thinking, I know you're thinking that's a little extreme, but I believe... Why did she bring a gun to ballet class? Well, I believe... Oh, that, she's an assassin. Yeah, she, okay. This may actually be a part of a secret KGB mission. Might not actually be the KGB. It could be Hydra, whatever they choose to go with. And the ballet teacher may actually have been a bad guy who didn't have Russia's best interests at heart. Okay. So even as a young teenager, she's still indoctrinated as a part of the Black Widow organization. But we won't know that until it's explained to us. So it just looks like she randomly shot... She had like a gun in a tutu and she pulls it out and... Who knows how she managed to smuggle that in without anyone noticing. Ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? So we jump forward again to Black Widow during her early years working with S.H.I.E.L.D. And here we'll have all of our prerequisite cameos from some of our favourite Avengers, including Hawkeye, Nick Fury and of course, Iron Man. Oh, we love Iron Man. So we might see the point where Black Widow is introduced to Iron Man in that diner. Well, wasn't she introduced as like a secretary of his yeah, or something? Yeah, he didn't realise she was a Black Widow. I think he like no. made a move on her, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. So it looked like he was going to have an affair with I her. I remember there was a scene where they were boxing in a ring with her and yeah. uh, John Favreau got his ass handed to him. Yeah, that's right. I think he wrote that in for himself. But <laughs> Anyway, so we might see that in some capacity. This is the point where I think we'll see these characters, the first and last point that will be connected to these characters. So they'll get it out of the way early, so we're not questioning it for the rest of the movie. And so here we're also introduced to the nerdy Rick Mason, who, like half the audience, has an obvious crush on Black Widow. But she either chooses to ignore this or just rebuffs any advances that he attempts to make. Mm, Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing now that you've already ruined the twist. (laughs) We flash forward again to the events of Captain America's Civil War, where Black Widow has gone into exile after going against Tony Stark and his pals. Why was the reason that they had this big falling out? Because didn't he want to make all superheroes public? Or am I yeah, mixing it that, up with that's, Watchmen? That's, yeah, it's essentially the same story as Watchmen. Um, so, so in Watchmen, they outlawed masks. Well, masks, Tony so. Stark wanted superheroes to work for the government, and yeah. that means that all their information would be handed over, and then other characters were like, no, we deserve our privacy, we can't be owned by the man and right. all the little you know all the little details that go and along with that and at this point that. S.H.I.E.L.D. was discovered to be actually Hydra the whole time but that was in the previous movie that was in Captain America that's Winter Soldier Winter yeah. Soldier that's right yeah so there's all the chaos with that as well which is I think partially why they want to get rid of superheroes or make them working with the government so mm. they're not secretly working for a, an evil, evil organisation yeah. yeah well that's like Captain America's motivation right 
And um, I didn't actually see Civil War, so this is why it was incredibly hard for me sure. to work it into my plot. So she's gone into exile and she decides that due to her background, her history with the Black Widow organization and the KGB, that now Hydra has way too much personal information on herself and this will endanger her family and her friends back in Russia, and she needs to rectify that on her own. Mm-hmm. So Black Widow arrives in the heart of, question mark, Moscow. It could be Stalingrad. Just some big city in so Russia. In Russia. I'm not too familiar with all of their major cities myself. It's just in Russia. I couldn't identify it from the trailer alone. And when she arrives at the train station, the police are searching everybody who's leaving the train, but she manages to slip through unmolested by using one of her many fake IDs. Okay. Now she manages to track down her parents, but unfortunately she finds them in a graveyard. They're dead. Okay. So we'll have a shot of her parents with the same surname, their graves next to each other, and her mournfully looking onto them. <laughs> she didn't know her parents were dead. No. But she's a superhero, so her parents have to be dead. Your parents are in the same place that they've been for the last 15 years. Your parents are either dead or Sad they're Hill Cemetery. bad parents, you know? Exactly. Now, for ages, I thought the characters that were going to be introduced throughout this movie were her actual blood family. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And it took me a while to realise that they no. weren't. So she makes well, her you way... Thought, you thought Alexi was her dad? Yes, her <laughs> actual dad. And I thought that Melina was actually her mum. Right. And Elena was actually her sister. Or is it Elena? I think it's Elena. Anyway, doesn't matter. She makes her way to an old-fashioned apartment building, which we see in the trailer, where she creeps into one of the apartments with her gun drawn. Unbeknownst to her, she's being watched by another woman who is clad in a black cat suit who is watching Black Widow through a sniper scope. She's sitting on a rooftop, of course. Of course. In the apartment, Black Widow confronts a blonde woman who also has a gun drawn, and the two seem to know each other. Black Widow fights hand-to-hand with the woman, but they are evenly matched and even mirror each other's moves. After the scuffle, the blonde is revealed to be another Black Widow who is from Natasha's past, and this is Elena. The two refer to each other as sisters, but they aren't actually related, as we just established. Mm. And isn't it good that they all have different hair colors? I know you said yes. that earlier, but makes this yeah, trailer really easy air. to digest. I'm so glad that the three Black Widows have different colored hair, so that way I can tell who they are in the trailer. I uh, hope you're ready for another flashback, because we're jumping back oh, to the mid-90s. We're going back to Captain Marvel times. <laughs> right. Where Black Widow is attempting to rescue a younger Red Guardian, who has been captured by Hydragoons. She's working alongside Elena, who I'm now going to refer to as Sister Widow. <laughs> Sister Widow. Love it. Okay. And yet another Black Widow, Melina. Mother Widow. Who is going to be referred to as Mama Widow. <laughs> so we think that they are all still working for the KGB at this point, but they've actually all defected and are currently on the run. Is this happening in Russia? This is happening in Hungary. Okay. So we're going to have the establishing title, Hungary, and they're, bam, straight into the middle of the action. So Red Guardian is being held in a giant floating airship facility, not dissimilar to the kind that S.H.I.E.L.D. has, which the three Black Widows manage to infiltrate. This leads to a large-scale action sequence where the airship is crippled and begins to tumble from the sky, and we have an impressive free-falling shootout where Black Widow is going to take out all the Hydra members mid-air. Cool. And of course, our heroes manage to win the day, beat the baddies, and then parachute safely to the ground amongst the wreckage of the aircraft. But here's a twist. Is uh, Alexi de-aged? Yes. No, he's just like regular David Harbour. Is he just the guy that Before he put changes? on weight. <laughs> yeah. So they filmed him before he put on weight and he put on weight for the role. But there's a twist. Here's the first twist of many. Black Widow, okay, Natasha, is actually working for the US and has been for a while. And she was actually tasked with capturing Red Guardian and handing him over to the US government. But of course, she's grown to love the other two widows and Red Guardian over the years as a family and decides to let them all go. Black Widow is then surrounded by well-armed military men, and we think that this is either the KGB or Hydra, but it actually turns out to be the American military. 
And here we're introduced to a young de-aged Thaddeus Ross, right, okay. General Ross himself. So I'm, I'm sensing there's a lot of twists and turns in your plot. That's right. It's all about espionage. So you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen next. No. So he comes back. He's a uh, you know a returning character. The fans rejoice. Yep. They go look at how young and impressive that de-aging technology is. I hope he has like an afro or something. No, this is the nineties. What a cornrows. If he has like cornrows. No, he's just got blonde hair. He's got more hair. He isn't as balding, but it's thinning. He's done frosted a, tips. He has a, a frost- no wait early nineties frosted tips. No, mid to late nineties. So Black Widow tells Ross that Red Guardian got away, but Ross isn't convinced that she didn't help Red Guardian out. Okay. So, so we cut back to present day. This is still a flashback. We cut back to the Russian apartment where the two sisters are reconnecting, but Sister Widow still doesn't trust Black Widow. She doesn't quite trust her after her betrayal to the US government. But she didn't really betray. No, she them. didn't. But she still knows that she's not working for you know the KGB or not with Russia anymore. She's working for the US, so she doesn't really trust her. But their thoughts are interrupted by other Black Widows, new fancy suited Black Widows, who drop in through the ceiling. And at the same time, well-armed private soldiers kick in the apartment door and it appears that Hydra has taken over the Black Widow project that, after it was abandoned by the KGB. Is that uh, team that comes in, the SWAT team we see in the trailer? Yeah, that's right. Okay. The militia and the new Black Widows are being led by a bow and arrow wielding, skull mask wearing figure known as the Taskmaster. So he's going to be a major antagonist for our characters throughout the movie and apparently it's a character we have already met. <laughs> We don't know that. Mm, that's true. This is just speculation. Absolutely. I'm going to look into it more after the show. Black Widow and Sister Widow manage to slip away and shoot off on a motorbike. And then the Hydra soldiers and the evil widows give chase on cars and on motorbikes. The which evil is, widows. Is, uh, what else am I going to call them? Mind you, motorcycle chases seem to be standard for every single action movie that we discuss on this show. If we have a bingo game about this show, like influenced by this show, I think motorcycle action scene would be one of those bingo points. I cannot think of a single action movie we've talked about that didn't involve a motorcycle chase. We've got this chase going on with the evil widows, the baddies in cars and whatnot, and we've also got Taskmaster following in a large armoured vehicle, which basically just ploughs its way through the Russian traffic. So after a pulse-pounding chase and a brief skirmish with Taskmaster, the two widows manage to escape with the help of Melinda, Mama Widow, who swoops in at the last second to help them out. She manages to help them escape because mm-hmm. Taskmaster basically has them beat. They he's, can't defeat him. Yeah, they can't defeat him. He's even more skilled he's than they He's too are. powerful. Exactly. And he's supported by all these other guys as well, the evil widows and the militia. The three widows regroup and decide that their next step should be to rescue Red Guardian from the Hydra prison that he's currently in, all the way in Siberia. So Mama Widow flies them there in a helicopter while the two sisters don white cat suits and Black Widow drops down into the prison. That's how you tell who the good Black Widows are, right? Yes. They wear white. They wear white. Yeah. Like stormtroopers almost. Yes, exactly. Except stormtroopers are bad guys and come in multiple colours. So the sisters start taking out the guards. Black Widow's on foot doing her kung fu routine while Sister Widow shoots people from the helicopter. Meanwhile, Red Guardian bursts out of his prison cell and fights his way through fellow prisoners. And this is the first time we're seeing him in present day. Yeah. So he's older, he's greyer. He's fatter. He's lost his trademark red hair and he's put on a bit of water weight throughout the years. (laughs) They manage to scoop up Red Guardian, and as they escape in the helicopter, Sister Widow blows up what's left of the prison with a grenade launcher. Cool. Back at their hideout, Red Guardian puts on his old super suit, just like we see in the trailer. Just like we saw in Incredibles. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Wow, I didn't even think about that. And he is mocked for becoming fat, (laughs) as is becoming a trope in Marvel movies. What's the deal with that? What's their whole angle with body image in these movies? What's the idea of, like, Chris Pratt is not fat, so why are they making fun of him now? And Thor. 
Thor became yeah. fat in Endgame, and everyone because everyone's got to be everyone's got to be these idealic, perfect, idolized, muscle muscle bound guys or sexy cats. God damn, it's too much pressure. It's too much pressure on us. And then if you're mildly overweight, suddenly you have to be called out for being fat. Yeah, so sad. Yeah, I'm not sure I agree with that angle. Thanks, Marvel. So at this point, our heroes are aware that someone has resurrected the old Black Widow project, and they want to know why. And secondly, they want to take it down. Conveniently, (laughs) okay. The new Black Widow project, the Red Room that we discussed earlier, is located in the same place that it was originally when it was run by the KGB. So they don't think that they don't have to look around for it very hard, do they? And so our heroes make their way there. When they arrive at the facility, Sister Widow turns on our heroes. Dun, 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 twist. And it turns out she was working with Hydra and the Taskmaster the whole time. Imagine if she was the Taskmaster. That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Yep. So she's a bad guy. Yeah. Why? So her whole idea was like, I'll lead all these guys, these defective Black Widow people and Red Guardian to you. Just give me some time. I'll win their trust and I'll lead them back to the facility and we can take them out once and for all. Since they're the only people who sort of stand in our way and know our secrets. So in another twist that we already knew that was going to happen, Taskmaster turns out to be Rick Mason from S.H.I.E.L.D. Did I spoil your twist? Yes, you did. Sorry. Since he was working with Hydra the whole time, since S.H.I.E.L.D. is Hydra. And the whole reason that he became the Taskmaster and resurrected the Black Widows was because of his previous obsession with Black Widow. And since he couldn't have her, he was going to have all the Black Widows. So <laughs> he was just going to create he created like his a, own, a harem. <laughs> yeah, he created his own harem in her image and he can surround himself with this. And everyone's like dying their hair red. He yeah. like forces them to do creepy stuff like that. Yeah. And so since he couldn't get her, he's getting the next best thing. Okay, so it's for love. Yeah. Well, it's his obsession, his sort of sick obsession. Maybe in the previous scene when we're introduced to him, his desktop is just a poorly photoshopped picture of Black Widow in a Honestly, bikini on, him, his, uh, on his desktop. <laughs> Dressing as the Taskmaster to Goodbye Horses. <laughs> okay, I don't think they'll go that far with it. don't think he's going to do the tuck. <laughs> but you never know. So Black Widow fights with Sister Widow along with the other Black Widow, so they all come in and start Kung Fu fighting. And so I thought as well that Sister Widow has trained all of these new Black Widows as well. So that's the reason that she was brought on and why all the new Widows are just as well trained as Natasha and her sister. And meanwhile, Red Guardian and Mama Widow fight the Taskmaster. Unfortunately, Red Guardian is killed by Taskmaster during the fight, but Black Widow manages to turn the other Black Widows against Taskmaster and her former sister. Well, like in an inspirational monologue. She's like, I was just like you. You don't want to become like me. You have a choice. You always have a choice. Yeah. Beat these guys up who created you and you can go and be free people now. So with the help of these other Black Widows, the evil Widows, Black Widow is able to overpower her sister and win the day. Mama Widow is able to get her revenge for the death of Red Guardian by killing Taskmaster. And Black Widow, in a tearful moment, kills her sister. Kills Sister Widow. But I don't think she'll do it directly. It's going to be a choice that Sister Widow chooses to die rather than be captured or defeated. She, like, leaps at uh, Scarlett Johansson and Scarlett Johansson ducks and she falls through a window. Yeah, or they're going to do that old trope where she's like, take my hand. and And she'll let go and fall to her death. Makes sense? Makes sense. So after all the action is concluded, all the evil widows have become good and gone on their own way. Black Widow and Mama Widow say their goodbyes before going their separate ways. We then cut back to present day, where the movie started, where Black Widow is looking at herself in the mirror, and she then dyes her hair blonde and dresses in Elena's clothes, and she uses her former sister's ID to leave the country and return to the good old US of A. Ooh, the good old USA. And so that explains why she's dressed in Elena's clothes when we see her at the start of Infinity War, and why she's got blonde hair. Okay, that makes sense. 
is that the end of your movie? Or that's it. That's the end of your it's movie. Done. So we see like Black Widow, blonde. Walking out yep. and she holds up her sister's ID. The police go, yep, that's definitely you. They don't look at it very closely, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Yeah, whatever. That's close enough. See you later. And then she slips out and the dramatic electronic music blares over the yeah. credits. You know what? With this particular movie, Kieran, I thought you and I would have pretty much the same idea what was going to happen. And a lot of it, we kind of are. We do have similarities, but apparently I knew not. you and I would have completely different plots. Apparently not. Oh, I- I've got an idea for a post-credit oh, scene. do tell. I think we're going to jump ahead to present, present day. Yeah. After the death of Black Widow. And in her grave, she just like, her arm comes out of no. the grave. Like, oh, no, no. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if I they find think, a way to write her back in. I don't think they had a body to bury since she oh, was sacrificed right. to the Soul Stone. That's right. Nick but- Fury, how's the cloning of Black Widow going? Very good. <laughs> No, I don't think they'll go that bond with it. But I think we'll see that Natasha now has a grave next to her parents' grave. Oh. And that'll be the post credit scene. And someone, one of the Avengers, maybe Captain America, maybe Nick Fury, is visiting the grave, putting a little rose down on it. That's what I think the post credit scene cool. will be. That'd be cool. And then he's like, if it's Nick Fury, Mark like, Ruffalo. I better run and get on that spaceship so I can be in space for, <laughs> for the post credit scene in Spider-Man. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. That's even better. Could the be Hulk. Smart Hulk. Permanent <laughs> green smart Hulk. Yeah, exactly. He could be there because he was in love with her, right? That was yeah. a, a thing that happened in one movie that yeah. never ever came was back. resolved. Right, so let's right, talk so about let, let, let me go into to my one. I think you put a lot more thought into this plot than, than really? I did. Oh, that's God, saying yeah. a lot. God, yeah. So here we go. We're going to have a cold open. Of course we are. It's Marvel. That's what's going to happen. But I want to preface this by saying, like yourself, there's going to be flashbacks in this movie. Not as much jumping around as I think you did, but right. it's, it's going to show her past life. But anyway, we'll get to that when we get to that. So cold open. We're going to see an unknown woman, a character in her apartment. She'll be smoking and drinking, and there'll be a scene where she turns on some music and she drunkenly starts doing some ballet. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) She stops because her super instincts are like switched on. So she notices something. She grabs a kitchen knife and prepares for danger. The door bursts open. So is this an older woman or is it a middle-aged woman? Not too old. Pretty much Black Widow's age. Okay. Around about. And how old is that? I don't know. <laughs> what would she be in her thirties? I'm guessing. I, I don't think the actor is, but yeah. Well, you know, I think we're we, told we, she's supposed it's to not, be. It's not all. It's not an older woman. But okay. Yep. So, so door bursts open. Door, door bursts open. Agents come. Um, not agents, but like these goons come in, and she starts fighting them off one by one. But before she's able to defeat them, a masked is the background music unforgettable. Wait, hold That's hold what you are. Because I actually do say. <laughs> Just give me one second. So a masked character comes out. This is going to be the Taskmaster, which we'll right. learn later on. He's wearing the skull mask. And he shoots her dead. Wow. Now, if this sounds... <laughs> Does he lift her up and throw her through a plate <laughs> glass window? If this sounds, uh, if this sounds, you know, familiar, it's because I essentially ripped this off from Watchmen, from yep. the start of Watchmen, and I'm surprised you picked it up so early. But yes, that is exactly the tone I'm going with. She dies. We get the classic Marvel credits for yep. the, 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 yep. the page turning, the, uh, the you know, all that jazz. Just realized uh, Stan Lee's not going to have a cameo on no. this one, no. And we're going to switch to a new scene and we're going to see a SWAT team come in, the same SWAT team in the trailer that appeared in your movie, but it's, the context is going to be a little different because they're actually trying to find Natasha. Right. This is in America right now. Wow. So they come in, they burst in, and Natasha manages to escape. She uses her super spy skills to get out. She uses a deodorant can and a match. <laughs> She says, ready when you are. I didn't, rip everything off Watchmen. I, just did, I didn't rip everything off Watchmen, just that one bit. So she manages to escape. 
we'll see that she meets up with an old friend, an old acquaintance. Think very Indiana Jones esque, where you know they oh, always she meets have, up with Sala, where, where you know they have like a, a friend that is like, oh Natasha, I haven't seen you in a while. I'm gonna, make, I'm gonna make them a Russian, um, oh, of course, because there won't be enough bad Russian accents in this movie. <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna be so crispy with the bad Russian accents. But this character will be quirky and played for laughs and comedic effect, but essentially will operate an illegal plane that will get Natasha to Mother Russia. So right. that's how she escapes because she has a contact. So at what time is this taking place in the movie universe? This is sort of after the events of Civil War. Right, directly after. Yeah, Civil pretty much War. directly after. So I can't even remember what happens in that movie, but Natasha goes okay. back to her apartment. She's clearing out her stuff. She knows the writing is on the wall. She needs to get out. SWAT teams come in. It's a big action sequence yeah. to reintroduce us to what's happened to Natasha at this point. But yeah. also, you know, you got to keep the mindset engaged, right? So it's got to be like, bang, 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 bang. So yeah. gets her so simultaneously as well, Taskmaster is going around and killing former Black Widows as well. That's right. Okay, so there's yeah. the conflict. That's right. That's okay. right. We're going to have a series of scenes where she's sort of walking around Stalingrad, which is where she was originally from. And it's just going to set the scene of Russia, which in the trailer looks depressing and run down, which I'm yeah, like really like surprised at. It could kind, be hungry, though. Kind of offensive and really dated in could a way. Be another Eastern European Russia. country, we don't know. But maybe we might see the beauty of Russia as well. And this yeah. would be a nice opportunity Statues, to see that. And hopefully they the industry. Do. Hopefully they don't just go bashing Russia. So now she's going to go to the only place that she knows that she has to go, this one address, this one apartment complex where she used to live. And she sort of comes in. And as she comes in, exactly like you said in your plot, she's going to encounter her sister, Elena. Elena is going to have a gun pointed at Black Black Widow. Widow. Yeah, they're going to pull their guns out at the same time. And this is going to seem very normal to their relationship. So they're going to have a scene. This is what they do every Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to have a scene where they fight with each other. There's going to be quick-witted banter. It's going to be friendly, but it's going to be action. And they're going to mirror each other in their skills. Eventually, that'll sort of stop. And they'll have like a come down moment where maybe uh, Elena has hurt Black Widow's arm and she comes to bring him a tea or something like that. But they've just like, now they're just chilling out. And Elena explains everything that's happened since um since Black Widow left that all the you know Black Widows have defected and now they're just doing their own things. Well, and I they, think they've been disbanded. That's right. Well that's just my presumption. I, I think knowing you're right. nothing about the character I think or the you're history. Right. Yolanda feels that Natasha abandoned them. She left her family. She also goes on to explain that other Black Widows that were part of their class of Black Widows, you right. know, 19 whatever. The graduating um, year of <laughs> 1994. Well, they did actually have a graduation ceremony. Um, really? Yeah, they do in a weird indoctrination kind of thing. Did they throw their caps in the air? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? They throw their cat suits in the air. So Sister Widow, Elena, oh. tells Natasha that the Black Widows are being hunted down and killed, much like off Watchmen. Yeah. Uh, one by one is getting killed every day. That's why she was prepared to go. Right. She was someone. waiting for someone to come in and she try was, and take her yeah, out. Yeah, she was waiting for someone to attack her. That's why she was so hostile. And she didn't know that Black Widow might not have been the Exactly, killer. exactly. Been she the hasn't whole time. seen her in a li- really long time, so who knows. But just because we can't linger on an, a sad or character-building moment, we're going to have another action scene where they're getting attacked right. by, you know, other Black Widows. Evil Widows. Evil Widows. Do they burst in through the ceiling? Yeah, I could see them burst in through the ceiling, but maybe being shot through a sniper bullet. But yeah, they just get attacked. And um, Yelena and Natasha flee. They take out a few... They fight a few off, but they decide, like, they eventually make their escape. And they decide that the one place that they feel safe is they need to find Alexi. I have no idea if this is true or if this is part of the comic law, but I'm going to say that 
Alexi was the superhero or the character that was responsible for saving the Black Widows. So he got the Black Widows really? out of that organization. Yeah. Wow. That's a stretch. Okay. That's a stretch. That. But I, so they figure. That's pretty sensible. They figure, okay, we need to find this Alexi, the guy that, you know, saved us. He'll be able to get us into hiding. He might know what's going on. He's the only one we can trust. So they go to find him. They manage to track him down to what seems like a desalination facility or a sewer, because that's what it looked like. <laughs> okay. Um, He's wearing a uniform. I just presumed it was a prison uniform. Maybe you're right. I don't know. But Alexi is fighting off bad dudes. The sisters come and help. And then this is where they come into their first encounter with the Taskmaster. Oh, he's And he's there. like fighting people. He works yeah. at the sewage facility as well. Well, the evil agents and evil uh, Black Widows are coming to kill Alexi. Right. And he just happens to be there because he's also killing them as well because he's the leader. But he does not attack Natasha. So they come face to face. And he does not attack her, which is... Who? Taskmaster. Taskmaster does okay. not attack Black Widow, which is like, we're all in the cinemas and we're raising our eyebrow there. We're like, oh, that's unusual. But again, the Ooh, good guys managed geez, to escape. I wonder, since Manny D already <laughs> ruined the twist, why that could be. I know, right? So they all escape with Alexi by the skin of their teeth as per the Marvel norm and action films norm. And Alexi takes them all back to his ex-wife's house which is mm. a previous Black Widow herself. Melina. Melina, that's mm. right. So what I'm going to say is this gets described that they were together when Natasha was a young little Black Widow. They were married. A baby Widow. But in the time that Natasha's been away, they have broken up because Alexi is a drunk and he couldn't put down the Red the Guardian. Vodka. The Red Guardian mantle. Oh. He couldn't put down the vodka either. <laughs> so from what I understand, we didn't mention this before, but mm. Red Guardian is like Russia's version of Captain America, Exactly, right? exactly. He's like... So I he's guess- a super soldier as well I, you know he's yeah he's the he's a super soldier i think what is going to be the case with him is he became a superhero in russia but he wasn't a very good one or maybe he was but he's not anymore and he's kind of super powered also but he's responsible for saving the black widows but he's kind of not really doing much these days anymore right i don't know if they'll play into the whole he's a communist hero i think they're going to leave that one alone he's just yeah. going to be russia captain america i think he might have soured himself against mother russia and maybe. so he's not aligned with them or anybody anymore yeah, could be this is me just adding to your point Thank apparently. You. So they all eat together and yep. Alexi keeps stressing the importance of family. How great is it that they're all family. together and tries to, you know, reconnect with Melina who was the original Black Widow and was part of this group that Natasha was and a role model for Natasha but they all managed to escape. Melina uh, got romantically involved with Alexi and through that Alexi managed to save all the Black Widows. That's right. that's the background there. So they, we're going to have a lot of heartwarming scenes and comedy scenes. Fat shaming scenes. Fat shaming scenes and Natasha will explain what it was like being a Black Widow so we're going to have these flashbacks appear so her as a child her doing the ballet dancing we're going to have a scene with shooting somebody in the ballet school I'm just adding to it now because there's a character in the original Captain America movie the British guy with the bowler hat there's a scene where he manages to rescue young Natasha and I have no idea who you're talking about but I agree yeah so that we're going to see that how that plays in I don't know maybe she's an orphan he brings her in and he, she becomes part of the KGB and it goes wrong but anyway we're going to see a lot of uh, flashbacks as well to a character called Matt Madam B, who was the leader Madam of M. Madam M, I knew you were going to say that, who was uh, leader of the Red Room that indoctrinated these. Um, oh, really? Yeah, these super spies. Uh, she was like the trainer, essentially. And how does the ballet play into it? Well, they try to raise these girls to be fighting machines, and they do things like ballet to make right. them disciplined, to break their okay. spirit, but to also make them very flexible and fast. So everything they're doing is like kind of a Hitler youth for. Right. But like, like a Russians. Real intense version of that. The middle section of this movie is going to be them going place to place while we see flashbacks of Black Widow's life and they're going to go after all the other Black Widows that they know to try to rescue them. 
that we're going to have a climax when they're going after the latest Black Widow and each one of them is going to die, by the way, so they're going to be unsuccessful. But when they're going to find the last one, it goes horribly wrong and they all get captured. Oh no, by the bad guys, you think. No, not by the bad guys, but by General Ross. Oh yeah, what's he doing there? You know, he's just there seeking out what's happening right now while all these Black Widows are dying, while there's a new threat in Russia. Now, from what I remember, he was involved with, I believe, our heroes taking down a Siberian facility in Civil War. Yeah. So the facility where they made the Winter Soldiers. So he might have already been in the area yeah. scoping it out. Thanks for helping me out. Yeah, he was in the area, maybe. He sort of gives a olive branch over to Black Widow and says he needs her help to try to take down this new Black Widow team. So there was yeah. Black Widows before, they've disbanded, but now there's a new one. We can't have that. We need to get rid of it now. This is where we're going to have a new char- an old character reappear. Welcome back, Hawkeye, and the fans are going to rejoice. Hey. Um, He'd be the perfect match against Taskmaster. They both have bows and arrows. They do. They both have bows and arrows. They explain that that's what they're wanting to do. Natasha agrees that, you know, okay, I'll help you out because Ross will say, okay, once you help us out, you're going to be free, but also your family. They don't have to go into hiding anymore. They're good with us. They can live their rest of their lives free people. So we're going to have another action scene happen. I'm going to say this is going to be a road fight. Why not? Stuff gets blown up. Is there a motorcycle chase? There's going to be a motorcycle chase. Essentially, during this scene, the Taskmaster will kill Alexi because... Um, because he did it in my plot. Yeah, well, because he pissed me off with the Hellboy movie, so he's okay, dying. He he's dying. It. He's dying in Harbor. This. He's dying in this one. There's a big action scene. Taskmaster will have a moment with Natasha, oh, where they're going to have a little, a little communication there. He hands her a box of chocolates, <laughs> some roses... She's like, what the hell? Now, originally I was going to have... Fires roses at her with his bow. So a road fight happens. All this stuff blows up and they're all very sad that Alexi is dead. Natasha decides we've got to stop being attacked. Let's bring the fight to them. Let's go to where they are, you know, where they're breeding these Black Widows. Breeding? No, They're indoctrinated from birth. (laughs) Let's lower they're creating these Black Widows. Right. Where the red Much is. like your plot, conveniently in the exact same location because yep. we need to walk down memory lane. So they decide to face the enemy head on. So they go into their widow's headquarters. They see all this training and indoctrinations, you know, yep. happening. Snow White's playing. Snow White's playing. And this is like, you know, Natasha's like, oh my God, this is reminding me of everything I went through. They're going to fight their way to finally find the Taskmaster. And the Taskmaster will reveal his affection for Black Widow that he's admired her from afar but he'll also reveal exactly what his motivations were so the Black Widow team killed somebody one of their targets and we might see this in a flashback so killed the target one time and it turned out what, to be for the KGB yeah for the KGB and it turned out to be Taskmaster's brother which has oh, really? sent him on a vendetta against the Black Widow organization which is why he's killing each Black Widow his original target was going to be Madame B and he was going to kill her but Madame B who was in charge of the facility was like look I was just the, the teacher but I will help you because I I know exactly where all these people are and you and me can make a new group of people the new black widows that'll be better and we can be evil and around right. run the world like yeah. we like but we can also get get your revenge as well because madam b is going to reveal herself has been working with taskmaster so she enters as well right Task- so she's like the trainer yeah taskmaster tells natasha Nat- well natasha says to the taskmaster i actually killed your brother <laughs> i was right. responsible for that you know this I is killed gonna- the page master this- or whatever his name this was is- this is going to be <laughs> yeah no right this is going to be the big like her running away for her past moment 
Taskmaster will say, look, you know, I know that, but like, look, join us. You know, you'd be a great addition. Natasha says, absolutely not. I've been part of one Black Widow's. You also killed my father figure. I'm not going to do it again. The sister's going to attack. He's going to, Taskmaster's going to kill the sister. Sister's going to have a moment to die and it's going to be very emotional. Big one-on-one fight scene between the Taskmaster and Black Widow. Meanwhile, Hawkeye is in this facility as well. Oh, I forgot that he was around. he's, he's, He's coming up and he's trying to get to where Black Widow is to help her. And so he manages to get to that location. Eventually, Natasha doesn't need need his help because she defeats the Taskmaster in an impressive way and just when she's about to deliver the killing blow, Madam B's like, yes, good, excellent you, you were, give in to your th- hate this is what you were, this is what you were made for and there's going to be a moment when Natasha's thinking about putting the bullet in the Taskmaster's head after everything he's done to her, even though she created him in a weird way and Hawkeye will come up and say, no, Natasha this isn't who you are, remember who you are, and she, in a way that's not her character, she puts down the gun and she walks away. Wow, you weren't joking when you said you didn't put any thought into this. <laughs> and Madam B is going to be like, no, just as like Ross's operatives come in and arrest them all. But Natasha will successfully redeem herself and real and become more than what she was supposed to be. She's ascended. She's ascended. That's she right. She has atonement. That's right. And then we can be happy and walk into the next film franchise. Well, we're not going to be happy because then we realise and we remember that Black Widow died. Yeah. And so this is the last time we'll see her potentially. It's the last time we see her. And that's the Black Widow movie. And that was your movie. Wow. I thought you said it was going to be less confusing than mine. I thought it was pretty clear. Okay. (laughs) The clarity was there. Well, the audience can decide that. So... Who do you think will be closer? You can let us know. And if you have any of your own ideas of what you think is going to happen in the Black Widow movie, you can let us know at, we've got an email address, potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. Just do a search for Potential Spoilers Podcast. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you can leave us a comment on this episode's page on the Podbean website. So I'd like to know who you think is going to be closer. Who do you think is going to get the more points at the end of the day when we go and see the movie? Maddie D or I? Let us know if we missed anything in the trailer. Yeah, did we anything, miss anything important? Anything glaring? Or are we completely wrong in our plots and you have a, an idea of what you think might be closer to the real thing? Please let us know. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, really? I keep forgetting that we've got those. Yeah, we've got those. You manage those, don't you? Yes, that's right. So yeah, find us there. You can also send us a message there too if you want to talk to Maddie D directly rather than me. <laughs> And so I guess Black Widow, this movie is going to be a little bit about family and foster families and just families of a different kind. I think it's going to be nostalgic. And fitting with that theme, the movie that we're going to be covering next week, the movie that we're going it's to all about family. the plot of next week, yes, is all about family because we're going to be talking about the ninth installment of the Fast and Furious franchise. Just when you thought there wasn't enough Fast and Furious movies. We've already covered a Fast and Furious spin-off movie they on this show. keep pumping them out. This one is called, appropriately enough, Fast and Furious 9, also known as F9. So from this point onwards, I'm only going to refer to it as F9, just so everyone knows. So if you have an idea of what's going to happen in that movie, you can let us know there as well. Well, I think there's already a trailer out for that movie. Or anything you want to happen, or anything you really don't want to happen. Yeah. I'd be interested to hear that as well. What do you think about Han being alive again? Let us know. Who's that? Exactly. You'll know all about this next week, Matty D. So, until we talk about F9 next week, thanks for joining us this week. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. This is a Black Widow, deadliest of all spiders. It earned its dark title through its deplorable practice of devouring its mate. Just like this human form of Black Widow, or should we say inhuman, who spins a fatal web for all those who come close to her. Someone is going to kill her tonight. Who will it be?